You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. You can do it better, better, better. Amen. Amen. You will never know the potential of the one sitting close to you until the person is given an opportunity. Amen. Amen. So whatever you are doing for God, try and do your best because there are other people there who are looking at you and saying that what is this boy doing forgive because I mean one day if it is their time you realize that the church will forget about you so do your best tell anybody do your best but personally I'm blessed by her voice blessed by a voice. Hallelujah. Yeah, this is our Easter convention. Hallelujah. I have so many things to preach that I am confused. So, I may not end up preaching at all. And I would rather minister the prophetic because there are so many things to teach. And to preach. I want you to begin to pray. Father, grant me the revelation of the New Testament. Grant me the revelation of the New Testament. May I understand your word by the revelation of the New Testament.
Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8. The power of his resurrection. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 8. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. Wherever the word of God goes, there is a release of light. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. This evening, may you catch the light of the word in the name of Jesus. Light is the only antidote to darkness. You cannot pray for darkness to disappear. All you need is to put on the light. You cannot fast for darkness to disappear. All you need to do is to put on the light. Is somebody here? And the light comes from the word. The Lord has sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. So, the only way out of your present darkness is to seek for appropriate light in that area. That's the only way out. The only way out to come out from the darkness concerning your health is to seek for appropriate light of the word concerning your health. There is no other way. It cannot be exchanged by prayer nor by fasting. The only way to come out from the marital frustration is to seek appropriately the light of the word of God concerning the marital destiny of his children. It cannot be exchanged by prayer nor by fasting. You cannot fast your way out of a situation. You can only find the light and dispel the darkness. That's it. So, many people are using spiritual power for the wrong purpose. They are using powerful spiritual tools to open wrong doors. It does not matter how powerful your car is. You cannot use your car key to open the door to your bedroom. So, it's not about having keys. It's about having the right keys for the right doors. Is somebody here? It's about having the right keys for the right doors. So, every frustration is a demonstration of darkness. It takes light to come out. It takes what? It takes light. It takes light. Therefore, when the word of God is coming, you must place appropriate value on the word. 
Because there is a light coming to take you out from your present darkness. Yeah. Yeah. I remember those days when I go to a church meeting, a program, a fellowship meeting, I always sit at the very back, the last seat. And I try to sit away from anybody and everybody I know who would disturb my mind with unnecessary conversations in the church. How are you? We have not seen you. You have seen me now. Is that a question? Unnecessary chit chat. I will sit at the back. Very last, and I will focus. I will focus my best possible on the man of God or the woman of God. I will focus not just on what he's saying, even his movement. I keep turning my head like that. I'm trying to catch what he's saying. Because what he's saying, he knows it. Me, I don't know it. Yes. I remember one day, a man of God came to KNUSD, Noobsi, and he was talking about how he sowed a seed and how the next day God multiplied the seed by 10. I remember many years ago, he actually recently, there was a project in Koforidia uh, where he, forgotten his name. It's an apostle doctor. Why is he a young man? Yeah. He actually led His Excellency Nanado to, to cut the sword and to pray over that facility. You know. Maybe I remember his name. And he spoke about how when he gave that seed out, within the next day was multiplied by, as he was talking like that, I was, I was trying to focus because I've heard things like that but nobody explains how it happens. So as he was talking, I was focusing. No time for any nonsense. No time for any nonsense. I remember I got to a point that at the last seat there was always a fight between myself and another prophet called prophet Joseph Intim Onyamiba. He's actually been to Harvest Fields to preach before. You know, uh, when we use the New Timers Hotel. He was the one who came to preach. We, we were fighting. Because if he comes before me, he'll be there, I'll be there next. If I come before him, I'll be there, he'll be there next. There are times we clash there. No time for any nonsense, going up and down, talking to anybody. Most people are just not organized for success. They are not organized. And that answers for the frustration of many because it takes light to come out from darkness. It takes light. Now think about it. These bulbs that are here seem to brighten this whole place. Is that not the case? If we take these same bulbs and this same illumination to a stadium, can they brighten the stadium? No, it's not just about having light, but capacity of light that reflects the place, the authority. Candlelight is light, but candlelight cannot bright a whole room. Lamp is light, but lamp cannot bright a whole room. This can bright a whole room, but they cannot bright a whole stadium. And the stadium light cannot bright the whole earth. There are always limitations to the realm of revelation you carry. So what you have to do is to find new truths in that area to take you out from your level. It's simple like that. Simple. 
the answers are embedded in the new truths and discoveries you have to make. It takes discoveries to have recoveries. 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 It takes learning new things to come out from your old level. Ah. The Lord sent a word into Jacob and it has lighted upon Israel. This evening may somebody receive a new light in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So we are not here to compete about whose watch is nice and whose shoes are better. This is a train station where everybody is trying to buy a ticket and have enough in his luggage to travel on the road of vision. That's it. We are not here to sit around fire and tell stories. We are here to depart into realms of greatness wherein he has called us. That's it. No jokes. No jokes. And until you are tired of your current level, you will never have the desire to go to your next level. Yes. You have to be tired of your current level before you begin to search the new truths that will open you up for your next level. So, comfort. Comfort has destroyed many lives. Comfort means I'm okay with where I am. Now, as long as you are okay with where you are, how, how sure are you that you will develop a passion to come out from that realm to the next? You will not. You will not. Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, Through desire, a man having separated himself intermediate with all wisdom. It takes desire. It takes desire to set yourself apart for your next level. It takes desire. It takes desire to set yourself apart for the next level. Greatness is not cheap. Greatness is not cheap. Greatness is not cheap. If greatness was cheap, everybody should have been great. Greatness is not cheap. There is a continuous price to pay to go high. That's it. Greatness is not cheap. You don't just walk into greatness with... Uh, cooling high attitude. <laughs> Apostle Paul said, and there is a great door and effectual open unto me and there are many adversaries. Every great door will come with great opposition. But it takes great wisdom to maneuver out of great opposition. And what is wisdom? The ability to apply knowledge skillfully. So you have to go. You have to be hungry for more of the word. Yes. For every great door God has promised you, there are challenges that will confront you. What will you do at the gate? That will open you up for your next level. When there are challenges. You need wisdom. You need wisdom. Remember Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 15. The labor of the foolish weary at all of them because he does not know how to enter into a city. In the Old Testament, every city was walled and every city wall had a big gate. It takes wisdom to know how to enter into the gate. And wisdom is your ability to apply knowledge. So you have to know before you can apply. Is that not the case? If you don't know how to drive, khaki looks like poison. Khaki looks like a trap. Khaki looks like a source of mockery. It's in your hand as an asset, but you don't know how to apply it. You, you see? So you have to know enough 
to know how to apply. That's how you enter into your next level. That's it. That's it. This cannot be received through prayers. And it's not an impartation that comes through fasting. No. That's why there is no transference of faith level. The just shall live by his faith. His own faith. Habakkuk 2.4. The just shall live by his own. There is no transference of faith. You have to grow in your level of faith. It can't be transferred. It cannot be imparted. Yeah. Cannot be. It's different from receiving the spirit of grace. The grace is capacity. The faith is content. They are not the same. It's not every Obolo person who is heavy and old. Some people are Obolo, but they are young. Some people too look very small, but they are old. It's not just a design of the package. Content. They are not the same. They are not the same. I see somebody building himself in the name of Jesus. So, your next level will happen through your own desire. Through whose desire? That's why your parents cannot force you to be the best student. That's why no government can force you to be the best company. That's why no human body can force you to become excellent. It comes by only desire. If your desire is upset, it will not happen. And most people have thrown their desire away in exchange for nonsense. One, there must be a holy anger in your heart to find details of your assignment and fulfill them. It's not there. It's not there. Others are seriously building on a rock. Others are seriously building on the sand. And when it's time to rain, we'll see which house will go down. We'll see which house will go down. And it will rain. It will not shine forever. It will rain. So you build skillfully so that what you are building will last. That's it. If you fail to build skillfully, what you are building will not last. Am I speaking to somebody? Amen. If somebody receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. I said, may somebody receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hebrews 3, 4. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 4. For every house is built by some man. Have you seen that? Who is going to build a house? It's your responsibility. If you don't build a business, it will not be built. If you don't build a successful marriage, it will not be built. If you don't build a successful academic life, it will not be built. Every house is built by some man, some man. Anytime you see a house going up, you see a man's ideas going up. Every house is built by somebody. You know what it just do you just walk and you saw a house and say, how did this house get here? You, have you ever seen something like that? No. You see men at the site trying to survey the place, whether the landscape is actually so according to the plan. They check this, they check that, whether there is enough water, whether there is access to road to supply the building materials. They check security, they check predators, they check this and that. They go to the plan, they start to weed, they start to clear then they start to do the foundation work and they dig deep and they are building foundation. They wait for some time. It is concretized. It is, it is strong. They come later. 
iron rocks. Listen, every house is built by a man. So, oh God, as I sit here, let it be built. Let it be built. It's a waste of your own time. Oh God, let it be built. As I'm speaking right now, I declare it is built. That's the frustration of many people. When they don't know how to apply wisdom to an instruction. But he that builds all things is God. That means that God is going to build things through men. God is going to build things through men. So if a man is failing to build, he's actually stopping God for using him for greatness. Everything that you are going to be built, God is the one going to build it. But he's going to build it through you. Through you. Through you. That's why there's responsibility on your life. That's why there's responsibility on your life. That's why there is responsibility on your life because you realize that the things that will be built by God will be built by God through you. So your laziness is slowing down a lot of buildings. Your carelessness, your procrastination, your doubt, your unbelief, your disobedience, everything is slowing down. Sin is a weight. Sin is a weight. It slows down the speed that you can have. Ha. Huh. It's time for somebody to buckle up. It's time for somebody to get serious. It will take you to build what you are believing God for. It will take you to build what you are believing God for. And if we genuinely desire to do better than the generation that has gone ahead of us, then we must be ready to work harder than them. Is that not the case? No. How do we expect to have more results than them if we fail to work harder than they worked? It's impossible. Most people are dreaming things that will never happen. Yes. Because scripture says, in all labor, there is profit. It's labor that determines profit. Labor. So if you fail to labor in your assignment, you will not make profit in your assignment. And if you look at the work of those who have gone ahead of you in your area, and you look at the time they even started becoming serious, consider Strive Masiwa. By 33, he was born again. By 33, he started putting his life in shape. By 33. Within 20 years, he's on the top of the kilon in his area. You have to look at yourself. Ah, by what age did I become born again? And how far have I become serious with my assignment? You have, to, you have to do better than him. If God says you are going to have an assignment bigger than his, you have to do better than him. That means you have to work harder than him. Oh? Huh. May, may we not just be joking, dreaming about a greatness that will never happen. May we not be caught in that land of fantasy, imagining things that will never be reality. Proverbs 14, 23. It takes labor to make profit. It takes labor. Jesus, help us.
In all labor. In all labor. Have you seen how Apostle Paul said, well, if a man is not working, he must not eat. Have you seen that? That's the meaning of in all labor that is profit. Listen, wherever we will get to, we contributed to it. We contributed to it. I believe that one of the things that God is using me for in this generation is to bring seriousness to assignment. Because most people are just not serious. To bring seriousness to assignment. I will not be surprised if there are people in the house of God who do not know the assignment, of course. Dr. Miles Morrow said more than 90% of believers never get to know the assignment. 90%. And I will not be surprised that those who know the assignment don't know how to build it and they are also not finding the answers. I am resolved that I have to work harder than I'm doing. That's the only way to see the results. There is no fertilizer that you can add to your head to multiply your results. It's hard work. It's hard work. Somebody's receiving grace to work hard. I said somebody here is receiving grace to work hard. In the name of Jesus. You already know Proverbs 24 verse 3. Through wisdom is a house built. By understanding is established. By knowledge it brings into it all precious materials. May somebody receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. So walking in the realm of greatness is not just a prayer topic. It's not just a fasting topic. It's a knowledge topic. Can I show you a certain scripture? How do I move from my level now in prosperity to the next? I talk about the power of the resurrection. Jesus has now ascended at the right hand of God. He has granted us all grace. He has granted us all power. He has granted us all honor. He has granted us all riches. You know that in Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. Worthy is the lamb who is worthy to receive. Receive blessing and riches and honor and power and bless and wisdom and strength. That is the things Jesus has given to us. Yeah. Give me verse 12. He has made unto us our God, kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Give me verse 12. And I beheld, saying, with a loud voice. Let's go, verse 12. Say with a loud voice. What is the Lamb that was slain? To receive power and riches and honor and strength and, and glory and blessing and wisdom. These are things that the death of Jesus and his resurrection has deposited in us. Where are they? Where are they? Because it will take your realm of revelation in any of these areas to walk in it in your life. A word was spoken to Jacob. It has lighted upon Israel. Listen. If you don't know the word of God concerning riches, it will never happen to you. 
Even though it is your right, it will never happen to you because you don't have the knowledge to possess it. If you don't have the knowledge about healing, it will not happen to you. Even though it is the finished work of Christ, it will not happen to you. And that's why discovering what to do to see this is now your task. Maybe I thank you God for dying for me. How has his death produced results in your life? No. How has his death translated in results in your life? May somebody wake up in the name of Jesus. Job 22 verse 24. Job 22 verse 24. Let's start from 23. 22. 21. 21. Acquaint now thyself with him. Acquaint now. You, you yourself you yourself get to God. Acquaint now thyself with him. Is somebody here this evening? Listen to me. Listen to me. There is something you have to do about the future you are believing God for. I'm telling you. This is the the difference between everything. Accepting responsibility for your life. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace thereby Good shall come unto thee. Next verse 22. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words in thy heart. Why? Why is it that you're getting closer to God, acquainting yourself with him, and receiving the word of God is important? Why? Why? As I'm saying, there is always a human face and a human responsibility to the destiny you are believing God for. He is resurrected, but the proofs of it must, must materialize in your life. This is how you see it. This is the strategy to see Revelations chapter 5, verse 10 to 12 in your life. This is the strategy. Next verse. If thou return to the Almighty, if you return, you see, it's all you acquaint yourself. Put his word in your, in your heart. And if you return, it all starts with you. Now the prodigal son and the father, who started running to the house? At all. At all. It all starts with you. Listen, it's not even about how much you think God loves you. It's what you are doing with that love. Because God loves everybody the same. It's your response to his love. It's not his love. All the people who are sinning are also loved by God. Yet the love of God is not changing them. It's your response to his love. The teacher has taught the whole class the same thing. It's your response to the notes. That will determine your marks. Ah. That one is not the teacher's work. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Every building up is connected to God. Remember the verse we read in Hebrews. Every building will be built by someone, but it's God who is the builder of all things. Remember. You, you, you can never build anything great if you put God out of your life. Can you, do you even have the wisdom to build? 
It takes wisdom to build. It takes understanding. It takes revelation. It takes knowledge. And these things are God's gifts. You can never build anything sustainable without God. That's why you don't joke with learning how to pray, learning how to fast, learning how to learn the word. You don't joke with that. They are the fundamental materials to determine the quality of what you are building. It says, I'm flexing that I can't pray. I'm flexing that I can't fast. When life hits at your door, that's when you see the reality of your level and your stamina. And most people are just, they, they have no working up to life. They have no working up. And the storms will come, Jesus promised us. I cannot pray, I'm flexing. I cannot, I, I'm not close to God, but I'm okay. You don't understand it. If you return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. It's all you, you. Let's go on. When you do all these things, let's go on. Then, then, then means that if those things will happen, then this will follow. Is that not the meaning of then? Okay. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. Your prosperity is connected to God. You prosper. The more you know him, you walk with him, you walk with his word, you walk with his law, then he makes the gold as that happen to your life practically. Remember, riches is one of the gifts of his resurrection. Revelation chapter 5 verse 12. Among the seven blessings includes riches. But this riches is going to come as you acquaint yourself with him, as you take sin out of your life, as you take his word seriously. This is how it will manifest. It is all you. It is all you. It is all you. Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. It is finished means there is nothing more to do. It is now our turn. It is now our turn. And the God of Alpha, as the stones of the brooks. My God. You see where you, you see lagoons and lakes. You see the amount of stones there and the quality of the stones there. God says that if you work with me, I will do this for you. I'll give you gold as much as this. It's all in working with God. God told Abraham, walk with me and I will make you perfect and I will bless you. It's all in the work with God. There is no gimmickry to success. You cannot fake to a real God. <laughs> you cannot fake to a real God. You have to be real and really work with him. Yeah. Look at your father Abraham, how I called him alone and your mother Sarah and how I blessed him. So, I just showed you how to manifest the riches which is part of the resurrection gifts in your own life. And it comes with hard work. Hard work. Hard work. I'm not talking about angels working with you. Angels working for you. You working hard. You working hard.
this is a wake up call to all of us. Amen. Tell your neighbor, wake up. Tell your neighbor, wake up. So you see among the seven blessings of resurrection, honor. But how does honor come? I'm showing you mysteries today. Oh. <laughs> you know, me, I'm the one who preaches what I preach. I know when I'm preaching. I know when I'm just talking. I'm showing you mysteries today that if you hit on this thing well, you gasha, you you enter into oil, you will see it. Yeah. I've talked about riches. I'm going to talk about honor. Then I'm done. Maybe somebody has not even written any point yet, but the preaching is also about to end. Look at Psalm 127, verse 2. Okay, let's even start from verse 1. Psalm 127, verse 1. I'm still talking on riches. Okay, I'll go to Anna very soon, but I'm still talking about riches. How do you manifest riches? How do you manifest it? How do you manifest it? Most of the people God worked with were rich people. Eh? You know that. Ask yourself, how did Noah get all the wood he used for the ark if he was poor? If he was poor, how did he get it? How did he get it? How did he get enough food to feed his whole family when the flood was seen for days? How did he get it? God turned Abraham's story around, made him the richest. He made Job the greatest in the east. You have seen that in the Bible, Job 1 verse 3. David alone, when they were building the house of God, he wanted to build it. God said no. He said, I will give materials for it. How did he get the materials? So, Solomon alone, when they were putting the sacrifice in place for the house of God, Solomon alone gave half of all that the people gave. How did he get it? Riches is part of the heritage. Riches is part of the heritage. It is part of the heritage. When you read Micah chapter 4, verse 1 to 4, it's part of the heritage. It's part of the heritage. But how is it that some manifests, some does not manifest it? I've shown you the secret in the word, though. Job 22, 21 to 24. I'm showing you something. Again, on riches. Because riches is one of the blessings of the resurrection. Is somebody here? It's one of the blessings of the resurrection. Yet, there are so many Christians who are because they don't know how to activate the mystery of the word in their own lives. As I'm talking, somebody thinks that riches will come from having employment. He's dropping the argument. He's dropping it. My word. Except the Lord builds the house. <laughs> Today, you see most of our verses are about God building houses. I see God building your house in the name of Jesus. They labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keeps the city, the watchmen waketh but in vain. Verse 2 is what I want you to see. For it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. Is that not what many workers are doing? 
Is that not what many workers are doing? Is this not the picture of what people usually call I'm working? No. Watch the scriptures. People wake up by 4 a.m. They return to the house by 10 p.m. Yet, when they are eating their own food, they are still complaining. Bread of sorrows. Complaining when they are eating. Bread of sorrows. I'm showing you one of the mysteries is to enter into riches. The riches of God. David said, it is vain, it is vanity. Listen, this word actually in the Hebrew is, it is dank, it is dank, it is nentribini. For you to rise up early. I thought rising up early was a blessing. Early to rise, early to shine. But now, the Bible said, even rising up early is nentribini. Sit up late. Is that not what people who claim to be hardworking are doing? 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 p.m. They are still sitting now, counting their coins. Sit up late. Bible said it is vain. Somebody will break through today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just wait for it. To sit up late to eat the bread of sorrows. Hey. Why is it that rising up early to go to work can be vanity? Why is it that sitting up late can be vanity? Why is it that people are eating but they are full of sorrow? Why? For so he giveth his beloved sleep. If you cannot really rest you cannot really be rich. If you cannot really rest your mind and enjoy your sleep, waking up and going up and down will still amount to vanity. Many people are restless. They are restless. They are restless. If you are restless this evening and you wake up tomorrow morning to go to work, you are using a restless mind to work. <laughs> Is that not it? No, if you don't rest well today and you have problems on your mind and you have not rested properly in God and you wake up, it does not matter how early you woke up, your mind is not stable anyway. It does not matter how much you work, your mind is not stable anyway. It does not matter how late you sleep, your mind is not stable. This is seen in the bread of sorrows. You can't rest your mind. You can't enter into the riches of God. You cannot. Because rest is a proof of your faith in him. You cannot rest your mind. Then you have to do it yourself. God is not the one who is making us poor. He's the one showing us how to be richer. How to be more blessed. It's a product of resting. Resting. 
people are always agitated. Hey, what will happen to know? Hey, this is a, hey. If you sit in a bus and you decide to run in the bus, will it give the bus speed? Yeah, that's the life of so many people. That's the life of so many people. They are trying to run in the bus to accelerate the bus. He gave his beloved sleep. He gave his beloved sleep. It does not matter the difficulties and the contradictions and the circumstantial problems around you. Rest. Rest in God. Rest. That's how he will prosper you. Because when you rest in him, you show that you have faith in him. God promised Abraham. Abraham rested. He saw it. He saw it. You cannot cook palm nut soup in 20 minutes. Irrespective of how hungry you are, your hunger will not destroy the process the food will pass through. You see, people can't rest. So, they are moving up and down, working out of fear when they must be working out of faith. And God does not bless fear. Fear is a demon. Bible said he has not given us a spirit of fear, of love, power, and sound mind. What is sound mind? Resting your mind. And yet so many people don't have the sound mind. People are working hard out of fear. If I don't go to work today, I don't know what I will eat. How will I eat? Listen. Oh. When the person say, if I don't work hard, I don't know how I will contribute to the lives of the millions of people who are connected to me. They are different people. If I don't go to work, how will I get the school fees? How, you, you, you see, out of fear. Other people are saying, if I work hard, I will see how blessed I will become to many people. I will become an instrument in the hands of God. Different people. And this one, you cannot borrow it. You have to develop it. That's how Jesus slept on the storm when the waves were wavering. That's how he slept. And when he woke up, the first thing he told him is that, you people, you don't have faith. Because if you have faith, you can rest. Now, all the up and down, taking luggage, throwing them in the sea. Did this stop the, the boat from going the dice was going? Did this stop the waves? Did this stop the storms? It only increased their fear. You see people working hard out of fear. He, he, he. Can't rest. <laughs> I'm showing how to enter into his riches, though. Power of his resurrection. I'm just looking at riches. We don't even have time to look at honor and power and blessing and wisdom. Rest. Rest. Resting is a sign that you have faith in him. May God grant somebody the revelation of his word in the name of Jesus. Don't spend all your time working out of fear. Fear brings torment. That's what the Bible said. Fear brings torment. 
Apostle Paul said, yet for those of us who are in God, there is rest for us. There is rest. Rest from all our labor. Not that we will not work hard, but our working hard is a proof of our faith of what he has done. We are not looking for what we think we cannot get. We know he has hidden it for us and he's leading us there. He's leading us to where he has reserved it for us. So we have faith in him. That as we move, we will find it. We are not going to look out for things that we don't know whether we will find it or not. It's fear. It's fear. And if you cannot rest well, there is no sound mind. And remember, unstable as waters, thou shalt not excel. So if you cannot rest, how do you excel? God is not in shortage of gold. He is in shortage of men of faith. Jesus said, when the son of man come, will he find faith on the earth? Will he find faith? Will he find faith? Because where there is faith, there will be rest. Rest in him. Ask your neighbor, are you resting? Ask your neighbor, are you resting? What did he say? People do sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the weak till they die. Sleep is for the weak. Sleep is for the weak till they die. Jesus slept on the sea. Listen, if you cannot appropriate the different dynamics of wisdom, eh? one principle that you discover will take your life into extreme forms that will destroy you. You have to realize how to appropriate wisdom in its dynamics. You have to work hard, but you have to rest. This is the motivation. This is the expectation. This is the dimension. This is the this. You, you, you know how to balance everything. When a car is overspeeding and they're about to get to involved in an accident. You see how the passengers actually propel the accident to happen faster. Hey, the man, hey, 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 hey. And when there must be rest enough for the driver to cool down his mind, to know how to apply the brakes, how to swerve, how to park the car gently. You see how the car has not involved in an accident already. Other people are swimming on others. People are hurting people. People's legs have been broken by metal chairs. No accident has happened. Fear. 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 Let me show you a verse. Then we pray. God is speaking to someone already. God is speaking to somebody. Isaiah 28. 
Verse 11 and 12. Somebody here has to believe God that what God has promised, he's able to perform. Somebody say amen. I said what God has promised, he's also able to do that. To perform. You enter into his riches when you acquaint yourself to him. When you walk by his statutes. When you stay away from iniquity. He will bless you. Why riches? Because riches, as I said in Revelation 5.12, is one of the fundamental depictions of his resurrection. Eh? Yes. Yes. And by the way, if riches is solved, a lot of other things will be solved. By the way. By the way. If riches is solved, other things will be solved. May somebody enter into abundance of wealth in the name of Jesus. Amen. That someday we'll be doing a major crusade in somewhere in North Africa, North America, and somebody can say, Papa, you have been preaching for many years. You have been teaching. Papa, it's okay. Today, no fundraising. Papa, how much are you looking for to build? So, $20 million. Papa, I give $25 million. Please go and sleep. That's it. That's it. That's it. Everyone you want your face is a poverty. What is it? I've not eaten. I've not eaten for three days. Everyone you want your face. It's a poverty thing. Somebody is coming out in the name of Jesus. Somebody's amen looks like he lost poverty. I say you are coming out in the name of Jesus. Why should you be rich? Look at 2 Corinthians 9, 8, 2 Corinthians 8, 9, Genesis 24, verse 1, Job 1, 3. Look at those verses. Look at those verses. I'm still speaking about his rest. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to these people. Let's go. To whom he said, this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary, the one who is tired, you are tired because you are working, that this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. It takes rest to have refreshing. If you don't rest, how can you be refreshed for the next day? But the Bible continues to say, yet they would not hear. Rest. He say, no. I won't rest. God say, rest. Rest your mind on my promises. Say, no. I'm a force irresting. <laughs> no. If God gives you an opportunity to create something, what will you create that he has not created? Rest. 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 That's how he led Abraham into riches. That's how he led David into prosperity. That's how he raised Solomon into majesty. Abba. 
Man's effort minus divine help is a waste of time. Rest. When you rest, it's a sign of your faith in him. I'm not talking about being lazy. Oh. You know there's a commission that has a personal hatred for laziness. You know that. Well, I mean, when I see you sitting down doing nothing, I have to ask you one question. Why are you sitting there? You are so comfortable. You can't wear military uniform and be sitting and cooling high on beer. It doesn't happen. Wake up. Do, no, we, we are against. I met my father in the ministry a few days ago, and one of his pastors, who is also a covenant brother, said, listen, you have Papa's anointing, you have his grace. The way you work is the same way he works. It's on you. It's on you. I just laugh. It will be on me. I'm telling you. My father, he's a working machine. Yet, he's resting in God, believing that God will bless him. He's not working out of fear. You know, when we were young, we used to have this game shootings. You see how people will be going to either places. We walk for 15 minutes not to be seen. Meanwhile, that's where the killer is standing. People pass under plantain leaves and hey, cross two rivers. Hey, meanwhile, the killer is also standing close to the wall. You, you, you appear. Mekun. Rest. 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 This is the rest wherein he may cause the weary. Are you not tired of trying to do it by yourself? Rest. <laughs> cause the weary to rest. And this is the fresh. Yet they say we will not hear. Ah. Maybe somebody's looking for another counseling session with me personally. Come and tell me what the problem is. I say, okay, it will be well. Rest. I'm preaching it. You can't hear. You want a one on one meeting? Every testimony is a reward of faith. Faith is seen by your rest in God. You rest. You, you can't force God's hand to do what he would do in time. You cannot force it. That restlessness is actually reducing your energy to work hard. Come on. So, I've just been speaking about the covenant of riches. Hallelujah. I've shown you at least seven mystery keys now. At least seven. To manifest Revelations 5.12. The realm of riches in your own life. To manifest it. Yeah. God is sending people your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to begin to pray and thank God. Father, I thank you for your word. I cease from my labor. I tend to you. I tend to you.
Katabala da brada kasa. Shekatabala da brababala da basa. Shapata katabrababala da balada basa. Pakata katabala da brababala da basa. Jesus name how do you receive the riches how do you receive it somebody say divine favor, divine favor. today favor will be activated for somebody Amen. divine favor is the activator of his riches divine favor one day of favor carries more than thousand days of labor. We just talked about rest though. Favor. Somebody say favor. This evening, that's our prayer. As I'm growing in the ministry, by the grace of God, I see certain things manifesting in my ministry so easily. One of them is divine favor, wisdom, and financial prosperity. The proofs are scattered on all the continents of the world today. Those of you in the morning service, I was talking about my daughter that I prophesied to about the UN opportunity that she has suddenly landed into it today, Sunday morning, 6 a.m. That's when God released the man. Sunday morning. Who goes to work on Sunday morning? God will visit somebody with favor in the name of Jesus. Favor. It takes favor to receive riches. Favor. This evening, our prayer is the prayer of favor. The prayer of favor. I pray for somebody that you walk in realms of favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Tell your neighbor you are about to experience his favor. Tell another person you are about to experience his favor. Favor is the remedy for labor. 
Favor is the answer to labor. Favor. <coughs> May the oil of favor come upon somebody this evening in the name of Jesus. Let me read some testimonies for you to listen to. Another week is here and other testimonies are here. Praise Jesus. Will you even celebrate God before I read the testimonies? Yeah. Amen. There are one, two, three, four, five, six. But I'll read just two. This evening I want us to pray and I want to minister the prophetic. I believe God for grace. Amen. I read just two. The others, uh, maybe I'll read them another time. <laughs> another testimony from Zenobia. I think this church was made for her. Good afternoon, Papa. About a year ago, before the lockdown, you prophesied to me about working in a hospital even before knowing what my profession was. Of course, I'm a prophet. That day was the first day the girl came to church. We were facing this side. She was sitting somewhere between where you are and where Alfred is. I remember that day. Because when I watched the vision that the Lord showed me, I realized that God had released a major star of greatness in the meeting. One day I'll teach about the prophetic. Eh? About a year ago, before the lockdown, you prophesied to me about working in a hospital even before knowing what my profession was. As at the time the prophetic word came, I lost hope in working in a hospital because of the disappointment I had had at the place I did my house job. They had wanted to retain me, which I was looking forward to, but it fell off. By the grace of God, I have received an appointment from Ghana Health Service to work at Winneba Hospital. God has performed his word for me once more. And I'm grateful. God richly bless you, Papa. Hallelujah. <laughs> week after week. Week after week. Amen. It is the default setting on this mountain. It's the default setting on this mountain. It's default. Expect it. Every week, expect that God has touched somebody's life. Expect it that God has changed them. Expect it. Listen, what you don't expect, it doesn't happen to you. Expect it. She says she was disappointed and she thought it would never happen. She has been disillusioned by thinking that where she did her housemanship was where it happened. A lot of cases came up and she forgot about it. But when the word was released, listen, it is people who used to doubt the prophetic who are now testifying about its genuineness. Wake up. Wake up. 
And whatever prophetic word has been spoken over your life. You see, some people's problem is that they cannot differentiate between an SRC president and a school prefect. They say, oh, both of them are student leaders. But an S when I went to UCC, I met the SRC president, Christopher. And when he came, he came with a powerful car. So nice. I said, Chris, is your car? I said, yeah, Papa. He said, I was like, hey, you didn't enjoy. Have you seen school prefect with a car? School prefect with soldiers around. We were walking somewhere with him. And somebody saw him, and the person stood. Then I said, ah, who is that? He said, he's the commander of the whatever. I said, hey, you, you have puzzle. Another student stopped for another student to pass. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he passed. Then my daughter, who is the former uh, vice president of UCC, SRC, also came around. When she was leaving, people saw, hey, hey, hey. I said, wow. Is this the same as school prefect in GSS? So, you see, to think that all prophets are the same is the reason why you are not receiving anything. No, 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 no. All men are not the same. All men are not the same. All men are not the same. When you begin to distinguish the differences, ah, you see things differently. One day, many men were moving. One woman touched the garment of one man and got healed. There were other clothes there. There were other materials there. <laughs> when a prophet speaks, it is the word of God to deliver you from your situation. That's it. I have said it too, that by the time you people realize I've moved to South Africa, I do Facebook live for you in Ghana. Praise Jesus. I do Facebook live. Yeah, I, this is Prophet Prince from South Africa. I'm checking on people in Ghana. How are you, my son? Me. How are you, Edmond? Are you still alive? God bless you. I do Facebook for you people. When I minister to people in South Africa in their ministry, you, you see how people jump for a word. I said to someone, the Lord bless you. The person stood up, said amen. I said, ah, this is the Lord bless you. I've been saying it to other millipedes, centipedes, bitches, witches, wizards, and lizards. Bitches, witches, wizards, and lizards. Forgive. Whatever prophetic word has been released upon your life, I declare fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Now, listen to another one. This is very spiritual. From my son, me. There are two parts of it. I'll read the first part. Maybe under time I'll read it because it's too long. But it's a blessing, of course. How do you stop testifying about something God has done? God bless you, daddy. After a special Sunday evening convention on 7th March, you laid your shirt on my head and prayed for me. That's when we went to the corner. My shirt was full of sweat. I felt something unusual on my eyes. Of course, you have to feel something unusual. 
because that shirt is not shirt, you know, the normal shirt from boutique. Somebody touched somebody's shirt and was healed. Ah, come on. So if you are spiritual, you can be coming to me with something and I say, come, 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 yeah, come. Come, try and tell me something. It's okay. The Lord knows. As I have done this, if you are spiritual, you have received an answer. Papa, please, I still want to talk, but you say, but as you go, I have not talked. What do you want? Is it answer or explanations? When you say, the Lord bless you. It's done, it's done. Oh, now Papa is not friendly at all. I want to talk to him. He does not want to talk to us. He's going somewhere. Don't bring your restlessness to affect me. I will not allow your restlessness to make me restless. Yeah, you can't confuse me. Your confusion cannot bring me confusion. Somebody here, you are blessed in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I felt something unusual in my eyes. Since then, every time I think about my assignment, I see it bigger than I have ever seen. And as I work on it, there is an unusual feeling that keeps me stretching more than before with extra energy. You have actually received my anointing. That's what it means. I just don't know where it comes from. It has also built my hunger to chase the word every time. I just can't explain what it is. But a strong desire wakes me up. First thing I do is to study the word. And when I step out of my room, there is a new level of confidence. The anointing. The anointing. The anointing makes you gallop. You see people say, no, you are small. It has been like that since you laid the shirt on me and prayed for me. I've done the second part, so let me end with God bless you, Daddy, for all you do for me. Thank you, Daddy. And God bless you. Hallelujah. Now, listen. So many people do not carry the oil. They don't carry it. Something on the eyes. Then something enters the spirit. Something opens up the vision. Something makes you see the assignment. Then the confidence is also added to it. You can't fail. You cannot fail. These are requisites for change of levels. You can't fail. No. We are talking about something spiritual. <laughs> confidence. How to increase your confidence. And how to have strength for work. The person he's talking to is already weak. He's weaker than you. Today I'll drop my jacket on somebody in the name of Jesus. Yeah. One day I gave one of my, my, my most precious anointed jacket to one of my sons. Edmund, I said, go and wear this. Pray. And what if I give him a direction? He went, he did not wear it. When he came, I saw him the way he used to be. I said, Master, you didn't wear it. Ah, if I say I'm a prophet, is it too much? Me or Hinebe Queen? I'm a prophet before your mother met your father. 
I'm a prophet before you, your face showed up. The things are prophesied and the places I've gone to and the testimonies. I just said two to you here. If you are deaf to, are you dumb? Hey. Go and wear So when he came, he was looking. I said, Master, you didn't wear it. He said, Papa, yes. I said, why? Well, he said, my girlfriend was in the room. Is your girlfriend anointed? Is your girlfriend a prophetic vessel? I didn't know how to remove myself. And they said, no, I said, my son, I gave him another opportunity. You don't know what he means. They have come to your house, I've, sit, I've sat on your chair. You don't know what he means. You don't know what. There are houses I go to sit down, sit down. I say, no, I won't sit down. Then I leave. Yes. You don't know what he means. People are not spiritual. I am in the order of Jesus. I am in the order of Jesus. As Jesus came, that's how I've come. I'm in the order of Jesus. I'm in the order of Jesus. It's not too much <laughs> to say that. As his God sent him, that's how he has sent me. I'm in the order of Jesus. If you can see well. If you can see well. So why did I talk about Edmund and, and, and the testimony? I said, people can re receive something very huge. But when you listen to the excuse, it breaks your heart. Then one day, what my most favorite, the first time my father in the ministry anointed me publicly and changed my level. I used to have a brown check, check, top and down. Yeah, many years ago. I called him, I said, my son, come. I've given it to you, it's yours. That, that dress... It's a dress. My father anointed me. I said, I've given it to you. It's with him. She says, yours. Take it. If you don't end time to global recognition, I'll be surprised. Take it. Yeah, mantles. I'm not talking about titles. I'm talking about mantles. So you see people coming for anointed handkerchief and they go home. They don't even find it. He made it to him. When this can actually buy you thousand trotters, Come on. Can we thank God for Nin's testimony? Hallelujah. And may something spiritual rub on you in the name of Jesus. Listen, God is giving you an opportunity to revive your spiritual life with him. Don't fight it. He's giving you an opportunity to become more spiritual than you are. Don't fight it. Move in the direction of the wave. Move in the direction of the spirit. He's causing you to enter deeper with your work with him. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. If you are a carrier of grace, you walk in realms of revival easily. Easily. Your future will always be bigger and better than your past. You contact grace. Apostle Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. It takes grace to be made. And there is grace in this house. There is grace on this mountain. 
Somebody's level is changing. Let me give you the scripture of favor, then we pray. Exodus chapter 12, verse 36. Whatever you need, I see God giving it to you by favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody's amen is weak. I say, I see God giving it to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. When you sit down to make a budget about your business and you see you have, you have ended with 50K and you don't have the money, don't worry. Under everything you have written, write divine favor. You write that. You write that. There's a second part of the testimony, needs testimony that I have not read. Listen. God is not fake. God is not fake. I wish I grew up listening to a word of God like the way I'm preaching. Because by now I'll have an aircraft. Or oh, I'll have an aircraft that people will talk, sir, but I won't sell it and go and buy calabash. Oh. Exodus 12, verse 36. And the Lord God gave the people favor. God is giving you favor today in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said God is giving somebody favor today in the name of Jesus. Amen. He gave them favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such many things as they required and they spoiled the Egyptians. Do you know the meaning of this word, Egyptians? They took everything from them <laughs> by favor. When soldiers go for war, what they bring home, they call it the spoil or the booty. Bible said they spoiled the Egyptians. Everything that was material, that was a blessing by favor, the Egyptians gave it to the Israelites. They left their rich. They ransacked the Egyptians. They took it, not by fighting, or by favor. By favor. By favor. Favor is a supernatural force that God puts on you for people to reward you handsomely. Beyond what they think. Beyond what they think. It's not a manipulation. No. It's the force of favor. Favor came upon Joseph. He was a servant and a slave. In a foreign land, he became prime minister. As if they forgot that he doesn't come from the land. How do you become prime minister of a country you don't come from? do you become prime minister? No, how can we say the vice president of Ghana does not come from Ghana? That's what Joseph experienced. The force of favor. When favor comes in, every protocol is suspended. That's favor. That's favor. And that's our prayer this evening. Because favor is a provoker of riches. You saw how they spoiled the Egyptians because of favor. So they received the riches of the Egyptians because of favor. And riches is one of the blessings of his resurrection. Are you here? Favor. Somebody say favor. And the Lord gave the people favor. Our prayer is just one this evening. Father, give me favor. Give me favor. 
give me favor. As much as they required, Bible said, they received them and spoiled the Egyptians. Give me favor. I don't know what you are believing God for, but this evening we add favor to that prayer in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I said we add favor to that your request in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Favor. Favor is what made Esther. There is a book I'm writing, Rulers in a Foreign Land. Favor is what made Esther become queen in a country where she was a slave. <laughs> How do you become queen in a country you are a slave? Favor. When favor comes upon you, it does not matter the discussion you will go through. And you don't just go through empty. God blesses you handsomely the way he blessed the Israelites, the way he blessed Esther, the way he blessed Joseph. He grants you favor and favor comes with riches. Riches. That's how people can work for five years. You can have a meeting with them. They say, Papa, this is what I've saved for five years. I, I, I want to sow it into your life. Favor. Hmm? That's how you are working hard con concerning your business, trying to connect with people who have what it takes. You meet a man, he says, I will, I will invest in that thing. I will help you. I will facilitate it. I will take this and that and this and that and that. I, I was talking about it last week or so. How we have been praying, myself and Edmond, how we want to just move into the mainstream domain website design. It, it takes money. It takes money. And we just, I had a call from somewhere in US. The guy called me. He's, he has problems and this and that. I said, relax. I'm a prophet. I went here, went there, went here. When I'm finished, it's true, it's true, it's true. As for it's true, I've heard it, sir. Then I said, the Lord said within this and that, that will change. I was there when he called me again, sir. I have seen your website, this and that. I said, yes. And this and that, I said, yes. He said, I, 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 will, I will do it for you for free. How much does it cost? Almost $6,000. He said, I'll do it for you for free. I said, okay, call, call this guy. He's the head of my technical. I talked to him. So I asked myself many times, Master, is it free? Master, is it free? Because I wanted to be sure. Then he said, Papa, it's free. I was there today when he brought me the name, Papa. This is the name we are choosing, this and that. Please choose one. Favor. $6,000. And I paid zero for it. I paid shishi. I paid kobo. Favor. And he's not just doing it for the ministry. He's doing one for myself too. That's another $6,000. How do you fight favor? You should join it. It does not matter the face of witches. Jesus is still on the throne. You should join it. This evening, somebody will enjoy favor in the name of Jesus. We are going to pray one prayer. Father, grant me favor. Because favor is a provoker of riches. Riches is one of the blessings of his resurrection. Are you getting the synergy? Begin to thank God for the word. Lift up your voice. Thank God. Shekata brada kapalada If you cannot hear yourself, you are not praying. Pata kata palada brada balada basa. Shakata kala brada balada balada basa. 
Mahata Saka Prada Kappa. Lift up your voice. I was solely brave. I went astray. The cost was great. I couldn't pay. It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Queen is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my path.